Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Chuck. And I'm not happy. I, I mean, I'm Will. <laughs> ah, okay. So, Will not happy. What are we talking about today? Let's just get into this, shall we? Let's just <laughs> let's just get right into the meat of what this episode is. I've... I've, episode I of have, what? What are you talking hang about? Hang on, hang on. I have come to the decision that I am not going to do a whole lot of talking about Grogu and his relationship with the Mandalorian. I, it sickens me. It still sickens me. I feel like I've made that very apparent in the past couple of episodes that we've done and what this and, and what these two characters are going to do. Oh. The only thing that I'm going to say is that it completely undermines the season finale of the second season. Completely undermines everything that happened in that episode. Completely undermines Luke showing up. It, it just it takes all of that and kind of throws it out the window. So I'm done. I'm 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 done with the Book of Boba Fett where it's over. I I hope there's done a second season, but there's going to be. Um, yeah. So, so you didn't you didn't like the Force hug? No, no, not at all. Not at all. There's a, there was a lot of. Let me tell you something. There, this this episode had some of the most ignorant storytelling I've ever seen out of any medium. It was absolutely ridiculous the way that Grogu shows back up again and he yep. takes out a machine and then he makes a rancor, you know, fall asleep with the Force and everything. And it's just we're just accepting this for what it is. And then you know the climax of this episode is a a, a blatant King Kong reference. Wow. Yep. Wow. I yep. I could not stomach a lot of what was going on here. So I really hope it's done. I really hope it's over. I almost I almost don't even want to talk about it. Let's talk about May 25th. Let's talk about Kenobi coming out and the fact that, you know, Disney has finally released a date for this television show. Let's talk about, you know, Endor that's going to be coming out pretty soon. Let's talk about that. Let's not let's not even bother here. This was a pointless television show with two really good episodes that had absolutely nothing to do with Boba Fett at all. Let's just call it what it is. I, and to, I I'm, 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 and my spiel <laughs> is over. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. And today we're going to talk about uh, episode seven of the Book of Boba Fett called "In the Name of Honor." Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, so yep, that's um, this is where we're at. Um. Mm. I'm going to say that I agree with you um, on many points. Um, and Except the for real- one back. I love the show. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's, here's where I'm at. Like I, I said. Think fin- th- I think he's finally going to come around here. <laughs> here's the thing. Listen, nobody wants to hear three guys just complaining about something the entire time. Somebody has to play the other side. And I needed to be that person. That's why we're here. We argue. We, we debate. So here's the thing. There's a lot of stuff that was introduced that has been introduced in previous things in this and whatever, and they have dropped the ball on a lot of it. So to me, a lot of what happened in this episode is very much like Luke Skywalker just tossing his lightsaber behind him off the cliff and being like, oh, yeah, you set me up with some cool stuff. Ah, well, that was dumb. Boop, see ya. <laughs> so. Uh, but then again, I think there's some redemption here in at least a character, but that's. Yeah, the show itself um, definitely is is not great. I mean, we've watched we've watched a lot of shows in the past few years since Disney Plus has launched, and we've enjoyed most of them for the most part. But this one is definitely not Garbage. the not not it's not it's not great. It's not great. You know, we went into it very excited, but then again, I remember I I think Will was more excited about the Book of Boba Fett existing when we first saw the the bomb drop at the end of um at the end of the Mandalorian season two. 
in my defense, that was before we knew what the show was going to be about. Well, absolutely. I know, okay. but that's my point. The thing is, I initially, when I first saw that, I was kind of like, I don't really care to see that, you know? And, and it was because, again, I liked the mystery the mystery of who Boba Fett was like we knew a little bit of his of his childhood we saw some character build up if if you know you watched anything of the animated series the stuff that's considered canon but I didn't want to see them take this character and do what they did with it here and they did so I've said it I, 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 I said it before and I'll repeat myself if this show picked up almost immediately after Jingle Fett dies and mm-hmm. it showed his upbringing, it showed what Boba Fett's life was like maybe in his adolescence and in, in, his, in his, you know, throughout his 20s, the circumstances in which he finally becomes a bounty hunter. If that's what this show was, we would be having a completely different conversation. Right. Yep. But instead, we got, um, we got the story of where he's at now, and then we had a flashback that only went back five years. So... Uh, okay, I mean, yeah, it, it's funny because you you guys were all about the whole Tuscan Raider, you know, backstory, you know, thing, and I'm and I'm sitting there saying I really wish they don't just show us this the whole time, because yeah, it was cool to see him do what he did, and at the end he used his gaffy stick and whatnot. And it's like, oh look, throwback to the first, you know, the whole beginning of this. Yeah, but yeah, honestly, he uses, he, he uses that gaffy stick real well. Hmm. That was the most curious thing that I was about. Like, how is Lee going to feel about this? <laughs> well, honestly, it's just like, whatever. But here, here's, let's just, let's just get into it, I think. Well, can I? No. Chuck, no, no, let him, let him. Chuck, Chuck, go ahead. Go ahead. What are, what are your thoughts on the finale? So the King Kong reference, uh, that was the first thought I thought of when he's cli- when the Rancor's climbing that building. I was like, that's awful. King he Kong. even does it like one-handed with his arms spread out. Spread out the like whole it was like, yeah. oh my oh, God. No, directly. I will say that I did call it. I did call that the Pikes were the big bad in the end. That was well, me. I did call that. Um, when he's on his back and he does use, and he's about to get killed by... Bon, whatever his name is. I don't even know the guy's name. Bon Jovi? Uh, yes. Bon Jovi. Um, I was half bon. expecting that to be the part where he's about to get shot in the face. I was half expecting that to be the part where Mando comes in and saves him, but it never happened. Um, I, I, I'm with Will on this one. As soon as I saw, when I saw the X-Wing, I was expecting Luke to come down and do something. When I saw so that was it was I. Grogu, when it was Grogu just flying this x-wing i was well, like no, no he wasn't flying he it r2d2 R2 was r2, R2 was, was not surprised at all it. but even that was even bit. that was honestly that was just as ridiculous that right. that r2 flew grogu <laughs> right to Tatooine. so like, and then and then he comes in and in the midst of this like giant battle you get this force hug like he jumps he force jumps and gives mando this giant hug i was like are you kidding me like, are you serious? <sighs> and then when the whole thing flips and he rocket launches over and catches him and then does the little, the crazy roll, I, and then the putting the raincore to sleep, I was like, he's had like, what, six months training and he can put a raincore to sleep? Really? Really? Um, <laughs> he, went from, he went from hopping around on rocks to putting a raincore to sleep. Luke, as a quote-unquote self-acclaimed Jedi Knight in, Re- in Return of the Jedi, couldn't even do that. No. Couldn't even do that as a no. self-proclaimed Jedi Knight. 
Uh, is everybody forgetting the rancor? I mean, sorry, the mud horn that he lifted up, like when he was like way beyond, like way before this. He immediately passed out. Like there were ramifications for him doing that. Yeah, and then here he he was so tuckered out he took a little nappy time next to the. Oh my rancor. gosh! No, 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 no! no. Oh he didn't gosh. just pass out. He snuggled he, up. He cuddled <laughs> up next to it. Like <laughs> the only yes. thing I will say about this episode that I kind of enjoyed was it was the first episode. That had a good amount of action in it for the whole season. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. I did I did like the battles. Um what's her name that is in that's in Mandalorian? The one who always he always docks at her at her um station. Yeah. Um I could not oh, Pelly. S- stand her at all in this episode. She was annoying. Uh, well, she was uh, it, she did not fit in this episode. Um and <laughs> I, I don't know. I, Here's I the thing. She's could, supposed to be. She's supposed to be the comedic relief. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. She was the annoyance. The yeah, exactly. She was just. Time. But her her comedy is not comedy. It's just annoying. Mm-hmm. She's a nuisance. I, right. I yeah. there's there's no other way that I can explain that. I know that there are some people out there who probably enjoy that kind of thing, it, and hey, you know, go for it. But it's it's not. It, it's never been for me. That style of comedy has never been for me. It doesn't hit with me at all. She's just. A nuisance. And, and then to top it all off, Star Wars for the first time. Did you guys catch the after credit scene? Yeah, it's not the first time Star Wars. No, it's the, it's the fir- no we've seen it before in Star Wars. It's the first time in Boba Fett. Yeah, it was it was an uneventful made, made end no credit sense. scene because made, so who, here, here's who, the thing. Who in was the he? Last, <laughs> so in the last episode, we saw Cobb Vanth get shot. In the shoulder, and then go down. Yeah, everybody knew that he was not dead. No, anybody with a brain watching this show is like he got shot in the shoulder. Clearly, it was not a a fatal shot, unless right. they hit like a bad artery and it didn't cauterize. I don't know. You expect but, him to be injured, like you expect him to be, you know, a little but, out of it. But you. But then not later dead. on this episode, <laughs> later on this episode, when they're talking to the Weequay um, bartender him down there, in cold blood. yeah, they gunned him down cold blood. I'm like, wait, like, are they saying he died? They gunned it's, it's, him it's, down it's, in cold blood. That is the line. That this is yeah. not hyperbole. We're not. <laughs> we're not over exaggerating here right. at all. They gunned him down in cold blood. This is what the bartender says. <laughs> First of all, so last week I was trying to figure out who the bartender was. I saw a picture of the guy really quick, and I'm like, <laughs> he, he looks because he's got like gray and black hair, you know, hair going on, like dark eyebrows but gray hair. I'm like, he looks like like a heavy Billy Bob Thornton. But then I realized who he was when I looked again today. He's Warren from There's Something About Mary. Oh, is he really? <laughs> Frank and Beans. <laughs> Great. I was like, I can't believe it's Warren. That's and hilarious. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be, I'll be. This is the part that really grinds my gears. You know, mm. the whole the whole thing that bothers me the most is Boba Fett wants all the honor and the glory of, uh, of taking up the syndicate and ruling his city and his town. And who kills all the head bosses? Not Boba Fett, because Boba Fett has no clue where they even are. No clue. Oh, no, he no. does. He, he rides he a was, rancor. He was told. He was told where they were by <laughs> he rides um, a the Major Domo. He rides, he rides a rancor. <laughs> Do you into know battle. how he rides the rancor? Like <laughs> <With> a <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. This, and, and, and you know what? And I'm just going to. And then the way that this episode ends 
with Boba Fett looking at Fennec saying, this is not for us. Then what was the point of all of this? <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I guess that's the end of our podcast then, guys. <laughs> you pretty much covered everything here. Well, there's not. Um, there's I just want to. I just want to say. There's not, not a lot because, of meat to this episode. Aside, no, because there it's is. Half and an honestly, hour, I just want to say before you before you go before you. I just want to say that people can't hour. see us. People can't see us, and and this is audio only. The look on Lee's face <laughs> was. You look like you were about to defend it, but then you like really quickly changed your mind. You, like, <laughs> it's so true. He's like, wait, no, uh, uh, yeah, like, like <laughs> there were no words. This well, I was ex- I was expecting Chuck to take a breath and not just move on to the next thing he hated. <laughs> so, so there's no time to I, defend. I could go on to the next thing I enjoyed. Oh, did you enjoy something? I did enjoy one thing. Okay. Um, after. This episode, after this <laughs> episode, <laughs> after this episode ended, Disney Plus gave a little, you know, since you watch this, you should watch this. Under the and helmet. Under the helmet, the legacy yeah. of Boba Fett, and I watched. Pretty that. cool. Yeah, I watched Pretty it a cool. few like a month ago. Six minutes and forty-two seconds of actual on-screen time in the original trilogy with four lines. And if mm-hmm. they left it with that, I would still love Boba Fett. <laughs> right. Well, I love that five, he was originally five, supposed to be. Four. He, he was ahead, originally supposed to be just an updated stormtrooper for a new movie, and he was all white, you know, and then they there's just be, like... There's supposed to be a hundred of them. Right. The Emperor's and, but, guards, basically. Right. So not the Crimson um, the crimson guards, but, but right. these guys. So they were supposed to be there, but it's funny because the first time he was ever introduced was in a parade, yep. you know, walking next to Darth Vader, and people just loved it. Like, let's put him in the movie, you know? So I think that's pretty cool. They did that, plus they ended up putting him into the holiday special for that, that little animated segment. Oh, uh, the, the one you're doing by yourself? No, that's... I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, the one yeah. you're doing by yourself. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to announce that the, um, the crickets obviously weren't real <laughs> in that last episode, but you guys did respond. You just took that out. That's... Yeah, I understand the I understand for comedic purposes, but I did. I took it you out. You did take it out. You I did take it. it out, and I can't I wait. wait. We said okay. Uh-huh. We said no. Next time no, I next time I do said. next time I do the edit, will you'll see what I do? Okay. Go ahead. All right. All right. Will will give this giant long speech. I'll take the whole thing out and. <laughs> put it a minute and a half of silence. We'll, we'll just we'll we'll just first we'll just put a fart noise there instead. And be like, thanks, thanks a lot for that, Will. And <laughs> anyway, let's get through the episode here. Sure. Um, this we did. this. Yeah, I know. But let's 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 talk about it because I think this. Can some we just talk about Kenobi? Should, <laughs> no, we can't yet. We've yeah, got we, of course we can. About. Of course we we've can. Got, I mean, come on. We've got Cobra Kai. We got Hayden Christensen to look forward got, to. Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> I uh, I stumbled upon a video last night that was popping up, but it was basically Hayden Christensen doing a Darth Vader impression, and it was just him doing this really bad <gasps> impression. And I'm like, I, I didn't need to see this. Why did this well, come up? As you must watch this. <laughs> sure. But anyway. This episode starts off, and they're right there in the sanctuary ruins. Now, uh, let, let's talk about Cad Bane for a sec, okay? Cad Cad Bane was introduced. Um, Cad Bane is is one of the one of the one of my favorite characters from the Clone Wars storyline. Um, and he's got those things on the side of his face. You know, there's some theory there that I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's I think it's I know where you're going like, with this. Do you know what it's for? 
I think I know where you're going with this. So isn't Vaping. there like a metal rod going down his neck that prevents him from being force choked? Yes. Okay. That's yeah. yeah. I read that too. So that's that's because he worked with a lot of Sith, and for for him to not be force choked, he decided to really put, smart. Put, yeah, I know, really it's, smart. It's funny, but he's like he's walking around his whole life with this, this stuff on his face. I'm like, you would think that's kind of limiting, you know? Like, I, well, I mean, if you're if you're in the presence of the Empire, <laughs> right, and you eh. see Vader lose his mind and just choke somebody out, wouldn't like um maybe I should do something to prevent this from happening to me? I suppose that, that it makes sense. Yeah, it's just it's interesting, but yeah, that's I just thought that was interesting. But you don't want to choke again, on your accolades, your aspirations, aspirations. Sorry, yes. Um, so I think this is interesting because again, we're talking about characters that get nerfed. Um, and Cad Bane was so cool when they introduced him into this and we finally get a live action Cad Bane and they just kill him off. I'm well, like, are you serious? Too. I love it. <laughs> I loved it. I it's laughed just... hysterically when they killed him. Cause, cause you were, you were so gung ho about this character last week. You were well, all it's, excited. It's, you it's were just... so happy. And to be honest, I was happy for you. I was like, Oh wow, this is really cool. Like Lee's really enjoying this character. Maybe they're <laughs> actually going to go somewhere with this. I don't know a whole lot about the EU, but the way that you were describing it last week made it seem really important. Like he was going to be a big figure in, in the star Wars universe moving forward. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole, this whole episode no. is is just a binge, big bunch of we thought this would no 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 that's not what we did oh well, what about no no we're not going to do that either well we think that this might no no whoa, whoa, just, whoa, whoa, just stop whoa, whoa. having hopes and dreams about this just whoa, whoa, you know just watch this it episode? and take what we give you this episode was that this, this, this series whole se- this whole series <laughs> was that no this <laughs> episode primarily because there was no redemption for half the things that we were like they got to do something here and they there didn't do there was no redemption it. for Anything that happened in the let's entire be clear. season. Let's, exactly. No. Let's be clear. We were not saying that there has to be redemption. You were saying that there has to be redemption. Let's be very clear here. I was never, I was never on, well, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. I never for a moment thought that this was actually going to go somewhere positive. I, I, I stated during the first four episodes and I was not overly optimistic about this finale at all. Mm-hmm. No, you were, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You were completely, but we, Chuck and I, have pretty much been anti the Book of Boba Fett since the start. Yeah, well, you say you say that you were completely. No, I was not. I'm not completely. I was trying to be hopeful in the situation, and again, that's somebody needs, somebody needs to argue against you guys. That's, and that's th- fine. That's what, that's, it's fine. It's, it, I'm not criticizing I you mean, for enjoying if, what imagine, you were watching. Imagine man. if you and I just if imagine if you and I did Equilibrium again. <laughs> Just you and me. No Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> we might as well just not put it up. Of course I would. What are you talking about? Of course I would. <laughs> it doesn't lead for good conversation. So anyway. Of course it does. This starts it leads off. for good conversation. I not 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 in the depth that we talk about it. No. That, that, it leads to a good pitch meeting or honest trailer. That's what it leads to if something is that bad. I think so, with the amount, I think, I think with the amount of fanning out that you and I have done alone over some movies, coming across a television show or coming across a movie that you know is pretty universally dogged upon, I think it would be fine. I don't think there would be any lack of conversation there. You can still talk about how <laughs> certain decisions weren't just, or certain you know choices that were made from a storytelling mechanic were just stupid. I think you can still have those conversations and they'd be interesting. Okay. All right. So, 
the whole episode starts off in the sanctuary ruins. Basically, it was Garza's place. He goes off. Spice is killing our people. And they get to a point where they said, we're going to wait here in the city for reinforcements, not the palace. And, um, okay, that's what we're going to do. Because, like, don't go hide in your palace. You know, the people who live here need our protection. Got it. Cad shows up. And the cool thing about Cad Bane is he was actually um, loosely based off of Angel Eyes from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Mm. Um, which, I mean, if you've seen it and you see the character, you're like, oh, yeah, clearly he even looks like him. You know, it's, but that's how they based him. And, um... So he arrives and basically speaks with the Pike leader um, in Mock Shays, the, the mayor. Um, and basically they talk about everything. Um, the, the Pike leader guy talks about how they killed all the Tuscans and they basically stepped it looked like the Nikto um, minor guys uh, did it. Um, and the mayor, the mayor was starting to get like upset about it. Like, listen, I, I did not agree to any of this. I expected like surgical strikes, not open warfare all over this town, you know, um, but you know, whatever, he's already in it. So they have to do what they do. And Cad Bane's just like, well, I have a way to, to drive Boba out. And he just wants to like, basically, you know, stick it, stick his finger in the bullet holes and just, you know, press his emotions to get him to make a, a stupid decision. But right after this, we see the X-Wing show up. Um, she's running around. I know you don't like Pelimoto. I think for what, for what the character is, it's like, okay, it's, fits it's just there was too much of her in this episode i think she was fine even in the mando episode that the first one that was in this season i think overall mm -hmm. her character is fine it is what it is even during um mandalorian season two Mm -hmm. and one you get a little bit of you get a little bit of her here and there and she pops in and out and i'm fine with that there was just a lot of her in this episode. That's what I'm saying. This and episode it was just had, had more done. If she stayed in there with the ep- with the X-wing, and then it was done, I would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But then she comes in and she's rolling around on this thing, and she's. Just I think that's the scene that was entire- overkill. When, 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 when she comes rolling in at the end and she's being carted around shop? the city, yeah. I think that was the overkill moment. If she had it like was. stayed at her shop. And she was like the mechanic, but she was also like funny and she had all these quirky characters around her. I think that would have been perfectly fine. Right. Right. But when she's being carted around and she's trying to get Grogu and Mando back together and then she actually like joins in the fight at the end, that's way too much. Can this thing go any faster? Oh, Oh, I love your, I love your hair piece. She throws, she she like throws a wrench at the droid that's driving her around. That was like, whoa, this is way too much. Yeah, yeah. She, way she, too she much. Was well, I mean, so I thought it was funny when because she was basically like joking on us where um, or even Robert Rodriguez was probably like, yeah, that's ridiculous. But he's like, what? Grogu? Oh, that's a terrible name. I'm not going to call you that. Sorry, man. <laughs> I thought that was that was a dig at whoever won the uh, the name, you know, so it, I, I just think it's great because nobody ever really wanted to call it Grogu. Everybody just wanted to say Baby Yoda. You know, or something better, but Grogu was just not a name that we we got used to. I think we are starting to now. It's just it did not fit when we first heard it. They made him way too, quote unquote, cute in this episode, and that sickens way me. Way too cute. Mm-hmm. Thank like, you. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they had to. They were trying to soften up the uh, the action by adding this cute whatever. But anyway, yeah. he gave him a bowl of dung worms, and we're good to go. Yeah. Um. So now we get this whole thing where the mods are surveilling and keep an eye on the worker district and the Aqualish. Um, I, I love Rangers. when you, yes, yeah, the mods. The even the name the mods is like perfect for them. They're the mod squad, and um, they're out there. And 
they they're going by the ships. I I like that. If you watch a lot of the movies, you can start to see like not so much architecture, but like who's who's like building ships. So you can clearly tell that these these ships that come in are all Corellian ships, you know, similar to the design of the Millennium Falcon. They're not YT freighters, but they're, um, you know, it, it's cool to see that just the same type of um, mechanics and whatnot. Um, but they're there. The Gamorians are watching the Clatoonians and, uh, you know, and you see uh, Chrysanthemum who's watching the I, I think he's with the Trandosians. So they're all kind of like in place getting ready to see what's going on and just kind of preparing for what's about to happen because they know that the... um. Okay, my cat just said hello in, in English. Anyway. Um, yeah, so they're all just preparing for this fight that they're going to have with the Pikes. Um, I'm surprised. I think they were... If that's the case, that the Pikes have been this big bad behind everything in, in, the, in the back, then it's just... They've been building this up for a long time because they were not really a threat before. So they just, I guess, sat and waiting so they can build it up and snuck around and then eventually started getting caught. They weren't a threat so, before because as the spice was able to move through the cities and the towns of Tatooine, it wasn't a big deal. Jabba the Hutt was okay with it. Right. And the Huts were okay with it. Now well, I'm that saying- Boba Fett wants to <clears throat> stir the pot, for lack of better words, and protect his people because it's what he's supposed to do. No, mm-hmm. it's not. Like, you're, I, yep. no, it's not. Like, go mm-hmm. and do what you're supposed to do. Let the spice run through the town. Stop being this, like, person who cares because that's not who you are and let it happen. And Right. <clears throat> what I'm saying is in his pre- in their previous incarnations, so meaning their backstories in Clone Wars and whatnot, they were just kind of like side characters. They were like they were like the pirates, the weak way that you see. Right, that's, that's, like, that's what I'm not... saying though, is they were that way because people weren't going against them. Well as I don't think they were some... even I don't even think they were involved back then is what I'm saying. That wasn't even a thing. It's just that they weren't a threat. At all, they had nothing going on. They weren't a big deal, so they weren't I, I, a big deal because they were allowed to operate under like the prior right <laughs> leadership. Did you watch the Clone Wars? No, no. no. We're talking so how about- do you know what they were doing back then? <laughs> you don't. But if you didn't hear about them, and there is like a different boss involved, then obviously, like it's a crime syndicate. So obviously, I, I if there's know. no threat, if there's it's, no threat, then it's probably my, just because hey, they were allowed to operate. Like my point money. is, my Credits. point is they they added to their story. They okay. added to their story, and in the past, like everything since the movies between Clone Wars and this, they they took on a new role, and things were happening. So that's that's what's See, going think, on. Like things have they, they changed. Took on, I think they've always been in that role in the background. They take on this new role of what they're doing because somebody is fighting against them now, and they're stopping all of this stuff that's going on. Versus, um, <clears throat> you're not hearing from us. We're we're in the background. Where these pirates that are in the like you were saying in the background, and you didn't hear much about it because the huts and everybody else weren't stopping what they were doing. It was always allowed. So, you know, out of sight, out of mind. It, it, they, they weren't being pressured, so there was no reason for them to rise up. Um, mm-hmm. Now they're being pressured, quote-unquote, um, and now they have a reason to come out of the shadows, for lack of better words, and fight back. Um, maybe, we'll get more, maybe we'll get more of this backstory when Disney shows out their uh, Jabba the Hutt television show. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, okay, so they... Yeah, they it was a small thing. So it looks like here. I mean, I, I don't know if if this is going based off of of new stuff or of old stuff, but basically, um, 
the pikes themselves, uh, society and culture, uh, marked by obsidian cliffs. Obviously, it was brought up. Yeah, see, all this stuff is brought up specifically from the show because it just released um, before the Clone Wars. Set to blah, 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 resolve an underground war. Unbeknownst to him, the Pikes had an alliance with the Sith Lord Darth Tyrannus to gave it gain advantage over other crime families. Um, okay, I mean, they were always, like, bad, but they weren't, they were, they were just, like, you know, hired. They weren't, like, the big bads. They were just kind of hired to do things. They weren't huge. And that's why it seems strange that they suddenly got this, they had this power behind them where they were hiring people like Cad Bane. So that's, that's where the difference came. But anyway, they are clearly in power here at this point. Things have changed in the past 30 years. So got it. Um, but I, I love when Cad, so Cad Bane shows up and they have like this, you know, wild, wild west showdown. You know, they're standing like, you know, however far apart, staring at each other. You know, like, what's, what are we going to do here? And I, I love how, you know, Boba calls him a cold-blooded, you know, murderer or whatever. And he's like, oh, if that's not the quack to call him the stiffling slimy, which... Didn't somebody say that earlier in the show or maybe on Mando? I somebody haven't. said something like that. It was brought up. It's just basically, you know, the, the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it was a weird thing where we're just like, I have no idea what that means, but I bet you it means this because it sounds like something we'd say here. Um, but he goes off, you know, you shouldn't have never left Vanth without his armor. And he's, he's purposely trying to get Boba to respond emotionally here and to go ahead and draw his gun because Cad knows that he's a better, you know, gunslinger than he is, and he just wants him to go ahead and do it so he can just move on and be done with this whole thing. But they go back and forth, and he goes, well, I'm only going to negotiate with the head of the Pikes. And he's like, oh, you mean the head of the Pikes, the one who killed all those Tuscans? Great. Here we go again. More with emotion. So Fennec stands in, and it's funny because she's basically like, nope, don't do it. We're going to do this the right way, you know? And he comes back, and, and Boba is just like, he's, he's fully healed, he's ready to go, and he's like, nope, I can take him. She's like, no, we need to adjust. So he just says, tell your, tell your client the negotiations are terminated. And he's just, you know, Bane's just like, dude, you're going soft in your old age. And he's like, yeah, we all do. Okay. So after this happens, he basically says, I'm not going to, you know, we're not negotiating. We're not going to deal with this. We go back and see the Aqualish, the Trandoshans, and the Kletonians all start attacking. Um, I guess they didn't stick to that treaty where they said they'd stay out of it. Okay. No, not at not all. that I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't surprised because when we first saw them all out there, it's kind of like, okay, well, clearly they're all going to just break off and start attacking. Um, uh, so Kersantan, as they keep calling Santo now, so that's his nickname, he gets wrecked. Yeah. He gets, I mean, he wrecked a lot. By the end of but this episode, he, but he was a bloodied mess. <laughs> he was a mess. I mean, we already saw, like, the, you know, the scar and stuff he had on one side, but by the end, he had a scar on the other side. Nice, fresh, well, not scar, but he had a, a wound open on one side. His his foot was, like, rendered was useless. He's dragging his foot. it. We've never seen the bottom of a Wookiee foot before, so that was fun. It's like, it's Bigfoot. It's just Bigfoot. Um, but he he's running up there, and he's, he's, get, he's all messed. He already had an axe in his back. It's like, yeah, but he gets totally wrecked. The Gamorians get pushed off a cliff. I was a little surprised. They went off the cliff, and I thought, like, you know, Grogu's going to show up and, like, lift him or something so he didn't die. But this nope, was... they just straight up killed the Gamorians. And this scene, I had to laugh as I watched it because it did pigs not fly? even look. What? <laughs> when pigs fly? <laughs> no. All I, when, they, when they fell off the cliff, all I could, all I saw was 
the John Favreau recording this and taking literally two like doll versions of these characters and tossing <laughs> them off a cliff. There was no motion in their bodies. They didn't no. do anything. They were just like great. And they just fell and it was like it didn't it just looked like this it was it was such it was shot so poorly in this episode. I did not. Hmm. This was so it, I had to laugh. I was like that's awful. It was it's so hysterical. bad. Yeah. Uh, you get the mods they're surrounded by the Aqualish. Um, and then Fennec shows up and starts taking most of them out. Which I, th- um, I have a question about that. So mm-hmm. here's my question about that. So they're all trapped. Right. And, and, and I think we might be, you know, uh, I think it's a few scenes up. But they're all trapped and they're talking to her. And she's like, keep your heads down. Keep your heads down. They don't mm-hmm. see her. She comes right. out from behind them mm-hmm. on the roof, shoots everybody, gets down. And get on the speeder that's right next to them. Yeah. Yes. That she drove there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where did the speeder come from? Uh. And or if she parked it there, how did they not see her in the first place? Dude. She's 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 a ninja. Yeah. No, no, she's, no. She's she's Mulan. She's no. a ninja. She, she's a ninja, <laughs> but her speeder is not. She's. <laughs> Maybe she had a cloaking device. <laughs> Maybe there's a deleted scene. Okay, so you're gonna so so you're gonna try to defend this, but the little the no, little I don't hiccup, care. The little hiccup of was the gun out of his holster or not in his holster last episode was a huge ordeal to you. But this that's, isn't, that's, this is a, a bigger mistake than that. There's a difference between an editing mistake and then just being like, oh, well, they just didn't explain this because it doesn't really matter which direction they are. But you were watching this from a tactical um, viewpoint, and yeah, so that makes sense. Where was this? I don't know. I have no idea. She obviously parked right next to them. Uh-huh. They didn't see her. She then S- went around the back of the building, climbed uh-huh. up to the roof, talked mm-hmm. to them, mm-hmm. <laughs> which they had no clue where she was, right. and then appeared out of nowhere. Yes. Um, and you're okay with that, but <laughs> no, I didn't the holster say I was okay with in that. the gun, the whole the gun in the holster or out of the holster when he gets shot by um, the whole by that whole thing, the um, the deputy. That was a bigger ordeal to you than this. No, but but let's just talk about this for a second. When you're watching, let's just say you're watching a Western movie and it comes down to who draws quicker, correct? That's the whole, like when somebody's there, they're, they're having a duel, who pulls out the gun faster? That is your main focus. Your main focus, your I get main that, focus her, is watching it. Who pulled was out the gun? in direct line of fire from the bad Listen guys. Listen to me. That was not the main <laughs> focus. Yes, it was. It's the absolutely focus, the, main the main focus. Fo- the main focus was when you're in the hurt. middle. Wait, okay, hang on. When you're in the middle of a battle and a speeder mm-hmm. just magically appears behind you, that's a pretty big focus. Not behind you, in front of you. Uh huh. Well, so in, behind off to it the was, side. It was, an, it was an alley. When, it was when, an alley. Listen, when a when a speeder magically appears, like the speeder had to pull up from. It's clearly within view, and nobody on either side saw this happen. And then Finnick was just magically allowed to get off said speeder, climb up the side of a building, and then just start shooting. And, and we, no one noticed her pull up on her speeder at all. No, that is. That that's that's not that's that's a massive oversight. That's I, worse. I, I agree. That's worse I agree. than that's worse than the gun in the holster. I agree that it's. I agree that it's an oversight, but I don't. I don't agree that if we're watching something specifically, measuring specifically, very focused on who pulls out their gun first, that is the main focus. 
Nobody sat there and said, I wonder how she's going to get over there and hide her bike. And then we're watching it like, oh, I wonder where the bike is. Oh, the bike was there. What a mistake. Like nobody was thinking that until we saw the mistake. No, but what you're thinking is, oh, my gosh, these five Power Rangers are in the line of fire. They're in line of they're they're in a battle, full on battle. They're being shot at. And when she comes out, when you're thinking, when you see her, you know, it's almost like to your left captain, you know, type thing. She pops out and she's right there and she starts shooting and takes all these people down. And then she comes down and then she takes three steps to her left and gets back on the same speeder. She parked in line of fire with what was going on and neither side saw her. Mm -hmm. That would be like monkey in the middle and not seeing the monkey in the middle. True. (laughs) But do you know the technology that they have? Do you fully understand the technology? There, she could she could have a she could have one of those um they have like a beckon um thing that they have set up on a they lot would of different, have shown a, something like that they would have shown but they do have that it's actually it's in um some of the other backstory stuff where That's they fine, have but they would have shown her clone her, cloak her thing they would have shown her cloak a cloaking device or something that you know they when, could but they didn't <clears throat> and I she, said maybe it's spe- a deleted scene her speeder showed up in the middle of the fight. Okay. I'm sorry. It was awful. It was right. awful. I think Favreau went, you know what? This whole, this whole, I think this, this whole season I, I, was garbage. And you know what? Leave it in. It just, it just makes it. I, I, I agree with Chuck on this one. This is, this is objectively worse than, than the gun holsters and, and that whole mistake. This is so much worse. A speeder magically appears in the middle of, <laughs> of a gunfight. Like that's, I can't forgive that. I can't look past that. It was off to the side in an alley. It wasn't just sitting there in front of them directly. It was, it was di- not in no. an alley. It, it was, was it was, was off di- to the side in up. plain view. The thing mm-hmm. that they were hiding behind, it was right next to it. They're hiding behind this mound of whatever, and it's directly next to it. Not like down an alley to the left. It was, I'm behind this desk. Directly to the left of me by two feet is the speeder. That's mm-hmm. where it was. It okay. makes it even worse that the characters don't even acknowledge what happened. Like nobody asks, "Where did you come from?" Like that isn't even—it's not even a thought. <laughs> it's just like, "Yeah, we're, okay, we're accepting this." I couldn't. Yeah. I could not. I was like, eh. "Neither can I." <laughs> so they say, "Thank you. You're welcome." <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm not doing a two-hour podcast. Go ahead. Today. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, Pikes arrive at the sanctuary with snipers at the ready. Okay, so they show up, and basically Din says that he's in it for the long haul. He's not leaving. He's not going anywhere. Um, he's basically coming up with a plan to to get, like, let's just get out of here. You know, we'll get off world, and we won't deal with this stuff. And he's like, no, I'm staying here. It's like, well, then whatever. I guess we'll both die in the name of honor. Hey, that's the name. That's the name of the episode. So, um, he's like, it, it, okay, it's admirable sure? of him to do this. I will wow, say wow, that. Wow, 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 wow. He said, this is the way. Oh, he said that. I, I so listen. This major domo guy, the Twilek. I wish I I I so wish Cad Bane shot him. I, I, I was I, hoping for it. I wish I, they shot. Well, it him. wasn't it wasn't Cad Bane. It was the, oh, Pikes, the, the Pikes. But honestly, I wish they shot him. It would have made the episode that much better. <laughs> I would have laughed. He, he's hysterically. he's been up and down for me because he's very much like our or very much like C three PO in his like, you know, he's very proper about the way he responds to things, and it's just like, hmm, does he fit here? Well, he's not a robot, so it's kind of obvious that he's like out of place in a sense. But I think after this episode, I kind of liked him again. 
Um, oh. just, just so, well, mainly because of this one part. So he comes up and he basically says, you know, in his regular normal way that he specialized in civic council negotiations because he was raised on, on Coruscant. Not that it makes him any better than anybody. You know, he's just, he's gingerly walking himself around here. And he basically says that he can, you know, assist them and, you know, and basically making a, a, some type of a deal. He's like, you know, I can do some groveling if necessary, just some theatrical groveling, and then, you know, offer them a payment, and we'll, we'll go from there. And he's like, and I, and I love Boba Fett's response. I, I think that Boba Fett himself um, was redeemed um, just because Boba Fett himself was redeemed the way that he was in this because he was not, he didn't hold back as much as what he was doing throughout the rest of this. And again, fully healed, he was able to kind of step in and do what he needed to do. He didn't get his butt handed to him like he was for the beginning of it, so it was nice to see him in action again. So the way that he responded to this was epic. He comes back and he just goes, um, he says, very well, give me your tablet. <laughs> I saw this coming a mile away, and it was beautifully done. I think it was very, very Robert Rodriguez. Like, nobody would have pulled it off the way that they did, that he did, and it was perfect. So he comes out, and he's like, salutations, salutations. <laughs> he's like, he's got this tablet that's bearing the terms of their surrender. And the guy just like, the guy's just like, get on with it, tailhead. He goes, ah, what an enchanting sobriquet, and one of which I never tire. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just, I think the way this guy talks, the way he handles himself is hilarious. I, I just, whatever, I, I, I'm Again, getting into him more. I wish they shot him. <laughs> <laughs> if they did, that would have been fine, but just the way that he, the way that he handled this whole part was amazing. So he goes like, oh, so I, Boba Fett, blah, 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 I'm prepared to give you the following offer. And then he's like, uh... Why don't we just talk about what you want? And like, no, keep reading. And he goes, well, here's the following offer. Nothing. <laughs> you leave this. Oh my God. This this is the line is Boba Fett. That's what I love so much about it. He goes, "You will leave this planet and your spice trade if you refuse these terms. The arid sands of Tatooine will once again flourish with flowered fields fertilized with the bodies of your dead." <laughs> I and then and he's just sitting there. The major domo is like reading it out loud and petrified about what's going to happen to him and he's like uh his, his words like not my words and as soon as they're basically ready to shoot him shoot the messenger we get the jetpack attack you know so we've got you know din and boba come out and they just put up a really good fight actually against all of these these characters i think that entire <laughs> thing would have worked better if it actually came out of boba fett's mouth that would have redeemed his character I don't yeah. think this. Sh I don't think it should have been secondhand. I think Boba Fett should have went out there on his own and delivered that message personally. That would have redeemed his character. Mm -hmm. And then you go into the you know the jetpack fight. That would have been fantastic. I think you it did not been need good to this. Hear him say it. Yeah. You, you did not need this delicate to go <laughs> out there and, and deliver a message. This, this delicate delegate. <laughs> this delicate delegate. So, whatever. <laughs> I, I, it was so stupid. I, 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 I agree with Chuck. I just wish they shot him right then and there and it would have been over. Like, what, will, what will redeem Boba Fett is when, when ugh, I'm even saying that, when season two comes out. We never said there was a season two. No, I'm, I know we didn't say that, but you know. Well, no happen. one ever said it. I know, but there's, there's probably going to be. We might see him in, in other shows. I don't uh, know if they're going to do another way. book of Boba Fett. This what didn't will, go very well. What will redeem it is 
oh, the first season you saw of Boba Fett, that wasn't the right clone. So we're going to actually show you the exact clone <laughs> that happened, who was eaten by, you know, the pit. And we're going to actually go with that one. We 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 missed we messed up. That was the wrong clone. Um, he didn't. Yeah, that have wasn't that wasn't the Boba Fett. That, we were thinking. that wasn't Boba. That, Fett. that was Bibu Freet. <laughs> Not to be confused with Babu Freak. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, I mean, there's the. I just thought that the way that they did that was was pretty awesome. I I thought it was hilarious. I liked that it came out there. The the line was fantastic. Um, and I was happy with it. Yeah, if if we heard Boba say it, that would have added some more to it. But I I I personally liked the way that this guy came out there and had this message that he really didn't want to read, but he had to read. And then like at gunpoint, and he's like, "Oh, this is a bad idea. Oh, I just want to die and not be here right now." Yeah, um, I wish they but- did shoot him. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> they come out and dude, honestly, Boba Fett and Din Djarin put up an amazing fight. You've got you've got the knee rockets, the whistling birds, the wrist rockets, all these things coming out. And they're doing a pretty good job against like everybody that was on that street. And as they're about to go down because they got so many, all of a sudden the Freetown people show up and they arrive in a tank. Um, they start helping out, and I, I, one line, I missed this line the first time, but they're saying, what, up, what, what happened to all these sand scurriers? Like, what are all these sand scurriers doing here? And the sand scurriers are those little rats that we saw running around earlier, you know, in, in other movies and whatnot. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, what's up with all you city rats? And you're like, oh, there's this, like, you know, the city versus the, you know, the town people thing going on. I didn't catch that the first time, and it made a lot more sense when we, we started to see the Freetown people and the people of Mos Eisley, Mos Espa. Oh, yeah, Mos Eisley, get together. So, um, Santo makes it out. Um, he's not looking good. That's when he was, like, dragging his leg and everything. He's all messed up. And now they're all together hiding behind the tank. And, you know, Boba's just like, hey, I, I thought you were dead. Good to see you. Um, I owe you a nice long soak in the back to tank when this is all over. And then, after it seems like things are going well, and they took out most of the people... Um, two very large destroyer droids show up. Now, these are similar to what we've seen. I thought three. It's not three. No, I checked again the second time, and it was only two. Um, I thought I saw extra legs behind it, but that wasn't the case. And um, so, because nothing they did, it took it took till the very end, the Rancor, to basically take those two out. It was only two. I Three would have made sense, but they only had two. So they come out. Um, these, uh, they're called destroyer droids or droidicas. I've seen for other ones. I think that's a horrible name, but we'll just say, we'll just say, we'll just say, uh, destroyer droids. They don't have a scorpion. She called them scorpion droids. Oh, she did? Yeah. Interesting, because there's no scorpion tail. I wonder why they would even say that, but okay. But basically, they've got heavy artillery and they've got the shields. Um, so, they, Very they, Republic the, era with the oh, with the shields oh yeah. going on. Oh yeah, well I mean they look like those old droids. That's why yeah. it was cool. So they keep th- this. This is what drove me nuts the whole time. They all keep shooting at them. They have shields. <laughs> they are fully shielded. None of their shots are doing anything. So what do they do? They keep shooting. No, this is the point where you come up with a new plan. Shooting at them isn't helping because it doesn't slow them down doesn't do anything it's not affecting them it it's shielded 
So they keep shooting. And then, so he does a jetpack missile, obviously nothing. I thought the jetpack missile took out one of them for some reason, but no, there really no. were only two. Are you checking it again, Chuck? No. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there really were only two because the, the missile did nothing, obviously. Um, no, they still I keep agree shooting. with you 100%. There's zero point why they should just keep shooting. It no. doesn't make it. I hate when I hate when movies and television shows do that, where it's just like, we're going to keep shooting at this thing. Despite that, our bullets and, and, and ammunition doing absolutely nothing. Right. They're, the they're wasting thing, their time. The, exactly. They're wasting their time. The only thing that I can come up with is maybe they don't think that way because they have blasters and it's like infinite ammo. So, sure. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's, maybe that it's, way. Or maybe there's a, le- there's a point where it's like if you keep shooting, the shield will start to go down. I or something. Guess. I don't know. I mean, there is, a, there is a level of understanding that we did see here where they were focusing their shields more on the front. Because yeah. they were fighting something, you know, more challenging. So, like, all, you know, divert all power to the front shield. Okay, that makes sense. That's part of the lore. I got it. But they just kept on doing it. Then he pulls out, <laughs> he pulls out the flamethrower. Again, doesn't do anything. The darksaber, again, doesn't do anything. So he comes up with this line and just says, hey, energy, our energy weapons can't get through and our kinetic weapons have too much velocity. Sure. Okay. Well, sure. duh. They're shielded. <laughs> so <laughs> Boba just bounces and Mando remains to protect the city at this point. Santo comes around. He tries to reach through and gets his hand through for half a second and then gets kicked. And then Pelly shows up on the rickshaw and he's just like, get out of here. Turn around. And she's like, what? Hey, guess what I found? Turn around. Hey, no, no, seriously. And then she realizes what's going on, screams, turn around and, and just goes crazy this thing go any faster yeah i i laughed at the turnaround because i i always love when somebody's just like oblivious and then they realize oh there's a big deal that like there's something happening here and then they freak out it's like okay yeah like told you i told you i i, I think was, i love the i told the you so thing, moments this was the same thing that happened what was it four episodes back when they're having the mod chase scene oh and yeah well there was another the little, yeah the droid another rickshaw wheels then got hit by the speeder anyways yeah same. yeah same thing. That was a reference back to Temple of Doom. Um, but sure. anyway, so let me see. At this point, um, they're, the, the, the city folk and the town folk are like, what are we going to do here? We can't just sit here. It's like, no, we're going to fight. We're going to stand here and we're going to fight it out. So I'm going to go up there and snipe it down. And then, you know, the two that were kind of like going back and forth, they team up. Here we go. Grogu's there. Emotional moment. He force jumps up into a hug and has this really sappy moment where he's like, yeah, I missed you too. And, and the music they're playing in the background, it's, I know it's the music we heard before, but it really sounds like the sappy music from the Rocky movies. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I have to compare, but I'm listening to him like, this really sounds like Rocky when they like toned it down. Like, listen to it again. It's very Rocky sounding where he's like having his moments with Adrian and they're just like, you know. Being I'll, cutesy I'll be, or whatever. I'll be honest, from this part on, it it even, and I hate saying this because it hurts, it even started to put a bad taste in my mouth for Din. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I know. Oh, a little bit, do yeah. Don't do this to me. I know. That's... <clears throat> it, well, I was really, like you said before, it... it it really negates what was set up at the end of season two for the Mandalorian. It's like, Hey, now is a chance for him to develop his character and not be held back by Grogu. Yeah. And now Grogu's back. And I'm like, 
fantastic. As much as I'd love to see some happy moment of them connecting again, it would have been much better if it was like years down the line. You know? Yeah. But that's not what's happening here. He's immediately back after like maybe a month. So, whatever. Um, they're fighting. Oh, he looks down. He's like, oh, you got the shirt. <laughs> the, uh, the droid who was pulling the, the rickshaw, his head just falls off. Probably because she threw a giant wrench at it at one point. So that didn't help. The thing, the thing flips over. They have this crazy, you know, overdone as usual action scene of everybody ah, launching off like a catapult. She yeah. gets up and spits out a tooth. Yep. <laughs> and now she's missing a tooth for the rest of the episode. Absolutely ridiculous that she spit out a tooth. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's that's that. Um. And then enter the Rancor. I guess we're not having a barbecue. Uh, oh, my uh, God. This whole episode. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> From that point on, it's like, like okay, so you, you, you're, you're in the middle of this really awesome battle scene, right? And everything is going good. And I'm liking the way that this is looking like it's going to end. And then all of a sudden, like, Grogu is introduced into this battle. And then from that point on, I completely checked out. Like, like there's a lot, like there's a lot that happens after that point. That's just like, and I, and I expressed all that earlier. I won't go into it again for, for, for time's sake, but, um, yeah, this, this ended, this ended very poorly. Oh, we're not even done. No, no. (laughs) So enter the Rancor and Boba's on the back. Okay. So. He's fighting this, you know, this big battle droid, this destroyer droid, and the shield is now front-focused. Got it. So this allows Din to get in and on top with the Darksaber through his head. Didn't quite cut through it. Um, he, okay, I don't care if the color of the, the, the shield changes to be front-focused. There's still shield going on behind, and then just yeah. walks through. Well, no, it, there's a there's there's a difference with that though. Um, so shields, the way that they have shields on here is there's a level of you being able to go through the shield. Um, these aren't ray shields per se. Ray yeah, shields are the like ones that'll an, that'll burn you. Attack of the clones. <laughs> Phantom Menace. Sorry, where they could walk. The droids could walk through their shields, but their firepower could not. Right, so that's why he was saying it was about the energy weapons and the kinetic stuff. The kinetic stuff had too much velocity. It was going in way too quickly, so therefore... So he had to go in slowly like that in order to make his way through. So when when the focus was all the way on the front and the shield was down, he was able to make his way through. My concern is more about this Darksaber that (laughs) just barely did anything when he stabbed it through a droid's head. No, 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 because we we established earlier, well, in, in, what was it, episode five, that he really doesn't know what he's doing with it. So, yeah, sure. Right. Sure. So, so here's the thing about the Darksaber. The Darksaber's actually all about energy, right? So, you're not actually fighting with a simple blade, like a lightsaber, which is like, here's a tool. There's not really much connection with it. I mean, there is a level of force connection with a Jedi or Sith and their, their lightsaber, but... Um, the whole point is you're actually directing a current of power, um, so your thoughts and your actions become energy and throw th- flow through the crystal and become part of the blade. That's the whole thing about the Darksaber, and that's what makes it so different than the other ones. So if you can connect and be, like, really at a good place of, of um, with your Darksaber or with the Darksaber, 
mm-hmm. then you know basically he needs to ex- it needs to be acceptance of thoughts and feelings before he can be able to properly wield it and now that grogu's back he was able to handle this dark saber much better than he had in the past it wasn't as heavy anymore because he was having because grogu was back and everything is good because i can't die or he can't die because she loves him. I'm right sorry. Right back you, to this whole thing that, about you love. You think that his ability with the Darksaber is because Grogu has returned? Because he's more focused and not distracted? That's part of it. I would say that's a real reality there. But that's the, that's the whole point is the Darksaber is not just like whatever. It's it's connected to the emotions and the the mind of the, the wielder. And that's okay. why it makes this so challenging. Then him. that brings up a whole other problem that I have with the show then. I'm not saying you're wrong for thinking this. Mm-hmm. You're using bits and pieces from other parts of Star Wars lore and canon. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Right. They don't explain any of that here. Not yet. No. They no, are, no they, it, but it they did matter. talk Hang about on, it let before. me finish. Let me, let me, they don't explain any of that here. So Mm-mm. how are people who haven't in, in, indulged in, in the EU supposed to understand what's going on to that Wait until to, they to, to your it. extent? No, it's not. They haven't done it, though. That's the point. I know. They've had two seasons of, well, one season of Mandalorian to explain this, and they've had an entire season of Boba Fett, and they haven't explained any of this. They didn't have a whole season to explain it. The Darksaber really didn't become like a thing that we even paid attention to until the last episode or last two episodes, maybe of it was season in, two. It, it was it was introduced like as soon as um as soon as uh, Gus Fring was was introduced as a character. He had the dark saber then, and we saw he, it. So he they did, had but from they that never, point but, on. But they didn't explain it. They didn't they explain did, it at all. That's my he point. They explained yeah. nothing, and they should have. If you like, if you want me to accept everything that you're saying about this, this dark saber, and again, I'm not saying that you're wrong. They've had a season and a half of Star Wars television to do this in, and they haven't done it yet. Well, here's That's what you're a forgetting. big problem. This show is the book of Boba Fett. This is not The Mandalorian. We're going to get our matter. answers they in season three They introduced The Mandalorian in this show. Like, like the, 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 concepts, the concepts and everything are still there. We're still within that. the same universe. But and we're they not are focusing... Not in- Okay, We're not fine. focusing on that. The fact that they even focused on him getting a new ship was a little out there. The fact that they they completely did a 180. They had such a slow show starting off being like draggy, really slow. And then they just did this 180 and said, let's just not even talk about this. And just, or it wasn't even a 180. It was just they just jumped tracks and put the Mandalorian in for two whole episodes and, and had Boba in there as a cameo, a, a voiceless cameo. And then it, so they're all over the place with this with this series. But the point is, they're not going to get deep into the explanations of all these things. They already gave us a little tidbit when she says, yeah, the blade's heavy, right? You're not connecting with it right. That was enough to say, okay, that's wetting your appetite for what's going to come up later on in Mandalorian Season 3. That's how they're setting this up. So I agree with you that they should explain more, but they will. It's just they're doing it the way they're going to do it. I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about the backstories of all of the other characters that are being introduced. I'm talking about yes. the crime syndicate. I'm talking about yes. the Pikes. I'm talking about yes. the Spice. I'm talking about the Darksaber. I'm talking about the history of. I'm talking about the lore of of, of Boba Fett as a character. I'm talking about right. the, the, the lore of what it is to be a Mandalorian and the Creed and the, the whole gambit of things that they're just shoehorning into these two into these two series that right. are going on right now, and they just to, to listen to, to to the credit of people who are out there who pay a lot of attention to the EU. I'm sure they understand this fluidly. 
But to the vast majority of the audience watching these shows, I'm not convinced that they've all read every book and understand no, every reference. So much, it's not so much about the books. It's mostly about the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars are not even considered just EU. They're considered just full-on canon. That's how they're doing this. That's why they introduced this character that when everybody sees him, they go, oh my god, that's Cad Bane. They never even said his name was Cad Bane in this. Never Fun. once. They, they, they didn't have to. Because anybody else would know it's Cad Bane if they watched the other stuff. They did in this I'm not, episode. And, they said Cad Bane? Two or three times, yeah. The, okay. Little <laughs> Fett calls it by name. The point, okay. the, the, the point that I'm trying to make is, fine, this stuff was introduced in Clone Wars. This stuff is introduced in a lot of the EU. This stuff is introduced in books, and it's all considered to be canon. Well, explain that in this television show. Explain know, that in the Mandalorian. I agree with you. We've talked about this. When we, we talked about this before when we were talking about MCU stuff and stuff that was taken from comics. However, they were, they were not saying that comics were quote-unquote canon because it's not like a continuation of the story. It's a telling of the story you know, in a live-action um, medium. Now, what they're doing here is they're basically saying all of this stuff came from whatever before. So again, Ahsoka. We don't know who Ahsoka is. If we've never seen the Clone Wars, we have no idea who she is. We have no idea why she would know Anakin, any of that stuff. She just showed up one day in an episode, and that was it. So what they're doing here is they're they're getting people to watch all of the stuff that's ever come out since Disney became a part of it. And that's, that's what they're doing. So I'm not saying, you know... Too bad for you because you didn't watch any other stuff, but the reality is if you want that backstory, you need to watch the other stuff. And But I personally wish in this episode they did something that I'll get to um, once we talk about um, if we have time. I personally wish they would do a lot to explain everything that's going on. I agree. Con- confined, in the, the, confined in the television show The Mandalorian and in the Book of Boba Fett. That way I agree. that you're not taking on a massive undertaking of going and watching however many seasons and however many episodes there are of The Clone Wars. Who has that kind of time to, to invest into something like that? Not many people. It Thank takes me, you. It's, 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 been, it's taken me two years to get as far as I am with it, and even so, it's like, ah. Uh, that's it's, a, that's it's, not it's a tough. good thing. That's a problem. <clears throat> but the thing is, they're getting, they're, getting people, they're getting people sucked into the franchise again, and this is what they're doing. Oh, people get excited about this? They'll sit around and watch all this stuff. Then they'll See? buy the toys. Then they'll get their kids to watch it. Then they'll tell See? their friends about it. See, they're trying I, to get I, more and more people into the marketing of it, and that's what, that's and what that's, they're doing. And I, <clears throat> I'm sorry. If, if that's what they're trying to do, epic fail in this case. Epic fail. Epic fail in this case. They, um, it, it would, ne- it would never, no. You want people to get involved. Mandalorian did a good job with that. This, this, this season, epic fail in trying to get anybody. If I, if this was my first introduction to Star Wars, I'll be honest, I would not want to watch anything else Star Wars. I would be yeah. asking, what's the big deal? Well, I agree. What's like, what's, why? What's the big deal? Anyway, um, running short on time here. So basically, Dark Saber through the head didn't do much. Grogu takes out a leg bolt. Well, that was epic. <laughs> and then the Rancor, he's up there, and we get this moment where it basically looks up, says, "Do it," and then just rips the thing into into pieces. Damn. All right, we got we've got one down, one out of two. Um, so the Rancor Rancor ends up struggling for a while. Takes out the other one. Okay. I mean, not really much to touch upon there. It happened. You know, it was action-packed. Something happened to it, and then we move on. Um, Peli looks over and sees the Major Domo. Nice head tails. Get over here, pretty face. Oh, great. Now there's a thing between them two. Um, oh, geez. Um, Rancor eats a pike. 
but he didn't like fully eat him. Like his feet are still sticking out for a while. Just he like sw- he swallowed just, him. He ate the whole eventually, but he still sat there for a while. I'm like, isn't he choking? Like there's huh. this whole body just like sitting in his mouth in his throat. Anyway, his attempt um, to eat Din was awful. I hated that. Whole it was scene. that was that was dumb. We'll get into that in a it. moment. But the Rancor eats the pie. Cat arrives with the flamethrower, and the Rancor just dumps Boba and takes off. And at this point, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like the Hulk, you know, in South Africa back in Age of Ultron, where he just went off and just like started tearing the place up. And they're like, oh, great! Like he was here with us, and now he's off on the loose. Which I know eventually went for me. It went from Hulk to the obvious King Kong climbing up a tower and putting his arm out and everything. It's like, okay, come on. Like it just nods to everything. I mean, this has been, you can point out all of the Easter eggs, all the things that they're nodding to and all the homage stuff. But anyway, um, you know, it would have been great nodding to anything. Star Wars. Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, Cad Bane anyway, so they have another showdown. They're standing there. This city is mine. This is my city. And these are my people. I'm not going to abandon them. And then he's just like, oh, like the Tuscans? He's like, oh, I'm not a little boy anymore, and you're an old man. It's like, the, the, the dialogue, if you just read it, is horrible. But again, if you don't have the backstory and know who these characters are from before that, you have no idea. Where's so, my insurer? I, and then on top of it, on top of it, what they're referring to, to a point, is an episode that was deleted from the series. Oh, it wasn't a scene? So, what? It wasn't just a scene, it was a whole episode? I think it was a whole, I, th- I thought it was a whole episode. I don't they know. They deleted the whole episode? I thought they did. I don't, rem- I don't recall. I thought it was like a whole episode or something, but the point is... So if you want backstory for this, you can't even get it because the episode is deleted. Great. I think you can, I think you can find some of it, like the unfinished stuff, <laughs> you know? Um, but anyway, Cad's a much quicker shot. Flamethrower and another shot. You're a killer, rips off his helmet. And then he goes into this, like, this is my final lesson. Look out for yourself. Anything else is weakness. Now, what did Boba learn throughout all of his flashbacks? Well, no. <laughs> not the opposite of that. And he learned how to use a gaffy stick. I love it. So he pulls out the gaffy stick, takes Cad down, and then just stabs him in the chest. Yes. And then they yes. have this weird, like... Because of course they do. Because <laughs> they, then they have this weird, like, slow motion, like, almost trails of, like, he just killed a guy. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we have this really cool character that we introduce. You want to see more of him, don't you? Well, guess what? We're going to kill him. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, hey, maybe there's another back-to-tank waiting around for him okay. at this point. I don't know, but... Geez, look at look at General Grievous. He's ninety five percent robot at this point, but still not, you know, just robot. I eh, whatever. It's just it's it's so disappointing. Anyway, Rancor's going all Hulk and King Kong up the tower. Yep. And and then what this reminded me of, he picks up Din, who's fighting him. And as you were saying, Chuck, he goes to he goes to eat Din, but he only tries to bite the helmet. Just the helmet, not not the neck, which would be anybody's obvious choice. Like if you're eating anything, don't eat the hard part. But he puts it in his mouth, and it almost reminds me. Remember the Nutty Professor when he's trying to eat the turkey leg, and he's gigantic walking through the city, and he's like, eh, with his teeth, trying to no, okay, um, yeah, completely ridiculous. Anyway, um, so really, yep, okay, yeah. Grogu calms down the Rancor at this point, <laughs> puts him to sleep, and then snuggles up 
with the Rancor for it's, a little nappy nap. It's with and it's funny because when Rogu comes up there, I know for a fact that Will was just waiting for the Rancor to eat him. Yes. Wait, you can back, you can back up for one second. Before he puts the Rancor to sleep, mm-hmm. the Scorpion droid is attacking Din. Oh, with its we're back legs. there again. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like trying to uh, stab, you know, Din with his legs. So all of a sudden, Roku comes out and just stands there and yeah, pulls ta- a Yoda and then takes out part of the mechanics of this thing's leg, knocking right, it over. Right, we, ta- we talked he, about he, that. He, yeah, he, he touched on the bolt. It was stupid. Yeah. Oh, we did? Yeah. I missed I, Yeah, yeah. He, t- he said, no, he no, said something totally, about yeah. the bolt. It was stupid. Yeah, that was... Yeah, but Lee's happened. absolutely right. When um <laughs> when 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 Grogu was standing face to face with this raincoat, I am screaming at my TV. Please eat him. Please eat, eat him. Eat I knew it. I knew eat it. And, and as I'm watching it the first him. time, I'm just like, Will's at the edge of his seat right now, just waiting, <laughs> waiting for him to get eaten. And and he didn't. And I'm and I'm even going like, if it happened, I mean, he's in his face. <laughs> it <laughs> would, ex- it would it. explain why Grogu is not mentioned in the other. That would be that would a perfect. Yeah. I was so, actually I was actually torn because at one, you're right at on one hand I was saying please eat him but I knew that it wasn't going to happen so I was like contemplating just throwing my remote at my television because I was so fed up with what I was watching. Well, it, I figured there's there's three things they could have done. One is what they did. Two is just eat him. Three would be eat him and then uh, suddenly Grogu pushes himself out with the force and comes back out. Matrix style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, just like in his mouth, you know, just like we've seen that before too. He gets he gets chomped and then Matrix he pushes himself up. Like I know, Matrix well. style grain core explodes. That would yeah. be epic. But no. So I'm watching this and I'm saying, you know, if somebody just gave Grogu some real clothes, he could probably move around a lot easier. He's walking around in this big burlap sack and he's always like, eh, eh, eh. can somebody give him a pair of pants? Seriously, he's he's got a shirt now. Take off that robe and give him some pants. That a duke. I mean, no wonder he couldn't jump. He was in a potato sack. That's why they have potato sack races, races because they're not very easy so, to run around with. Cur- so cur- curled up next to him and and, and took a little nap. Snuggle time. <laughs> <laughs> so you get the Pike leader, Mokshays, and leaders of the Transoceans, the Transoceans, the Aqualition, the Clutonians are all hanging out in that you know where they their little hideout over there. And Fennec just comes in and takes them all out, including hanging the mayor, which, I mean, this this whole show has been very, I mean, they, they keep, every time Rodriguez is involved, it's a Western, you know, they hung the mayor, got mm-hmm. it, yeah. like, okay, straight up hung the mayor, yep. uh, Boba and Fennec are walking down the street, and the, the, the music changes to pan flute. And then it's very much like the Godfather, where people are just like offering them fruit and stuff on the street. <laughs> And it's just, I mean, it, it almost seemed like we were watching The Godfather. Come on, right? Am I yes. not spot on with that? It was great. You're, you're, you're spot on with that. <laughs> so he's going down. And he's complaining and, um, that people are now bowing to him. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, it hurts to use my arm. It's like, He dude. has to do the, the arm thing. It hurts. Why, why does it yeah. have to be the right arm? Like, j- yeah. J- 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 and he's like, well, you know, why do these people have to bow? Well, it's better than them shooting at you. He's like, yeah, I guess. Sure. And, and he says at this point, well, he says, oh, you should go and take a, you know, take a bath in the back to tank. Because of his arm, he's like, no, nah, it's being used, which we yeah. all assume is is Chrysanthemum, because that's what he said. Yeah. Um, because we already kind of gave up on Cobb Vance, because apparently his whole town did. <laughs> and <laughs> so he looks over at Fennec and just says, "Yeah, I, I, we're not suited for this." What? What? And, what? She, God, she, she and I'm like, 
after everything like, that you just put us through. After this entire like, series of television, yeah, like this, like yeah, this, this, isn't this, for this me. whole show, and yeah, this isn't for me. What are you well, talking you know about? You know what? He's fully healed, and I think oh, that healed his brain because now I, he's realizing, oh yeah, I don't belong here. What was I thinking? <laughs> so she goes, if not us, then who? The ragtag. Um, the ragtag yeah. gang, the Power Rangers, are now going to be. In, is that what is that what this was alluding to? The, well, the, the, the mod, is, when, this the mod ragtag group of Power Rangers that, that, that can't tie their shoe, they're going to run the show. He kind of looks like Zordon, doesn't he? A little bit. <laughs> I yeah. just realized he's the bald, big head. Just a bald, big head. Oh, yeah. man. Great. Anyway. So then, uh, so Din and Grogu fly out, uh, yeah. and they're out in his N1, and Grogu t- has the ball, because he gave him back the ball at one point. And he just starts, t- he's he's in the astromech dome in the back, which is a perfect little seat for a little Grogu. Oh my god, they're making it so cute. And, uh, uh that was a, that was a not so happy cute. They're just, uh, they keep going back and forth with the, with this show, and they, they just want to sell toys. They want to sell toys. They have not gone back and forth with this show. They have gone one direction, steep, 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 downward slope. There's mm. no somewhat coming back no, up. No, 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 yeah. because the Mando episode of this show was actually really okay. good. The two Mando episodes, the two Mando episodes in the season of television were okay. fantastic. Take out right. Mando, take out season 2.5 of Mandalorian. Look at just season <laughs> one of yeah, Boba sure. Fett, and it is a drastic downward slope. There's mm. nothing good about this, about Boba Fett series. Nothing good about him. We used to all love him six weeks ago, seven weeks ago. Now we all hate him. Every single yeah. person who's watched this episode, if they actually like what they did with Boba Fett, then th- there's places for those people. But the rest of us <laughs> hate. We all now hate Boba Fett because of this. Yeah. 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 And this yep. this whole thing of tap, tap, tap. Not right now. Oh tap, tap, tap. Not right now. Tap, tap, tap. Okay, fine. One more time. You. And he takes off, takes off, and and Grogu's just so happy, so happy that we get to the post credit scene, which to me was very, very, very lackluster. Did not okay. Cobb Vanth is in the back of the tank. It's like, well, he's obviously not dead. Yeah. He wouldn't have died. No. And then he's in the back of the tank. Well, yeah, that's a good place for him. Yep. What's that leading to? I don't yeah. know. Is he, is he going to turn into some other character that we didn't know before? Like, I don't know. It was a really lame. Um, after credit scene, it didn't. It didn't lead guy, up to anything. Who was the guy with the torch or whatever? Hey, that I asked that when we first started this. When we when we when we touched upon this this I, after I, credit scene, I who is this it, dude? Yeah, I watched it oh. two or three times trying to figure out what the heck is going on. And this guy turns around and lights this torch or whatever, and then it yeah. ends. It's like, cool. yeah, that's the that's the mod guy. That's that's the mod guy. What mod yeah. guy is it? I, what mod guy? Um, he's the guy who did the mod to fix what's her face. Um, Are you sure? To fix Fennec. Yeah, it's him. It's the same guy. Okay. Okay. Fine. Why? Uh, well, because no. he's gonna fix. He's gonna fix him up. Apparently, yeah. they want to give him fix him up. He's gonna fix him up in the shoulder. shoulder. I know. Well, they're gonna they're gonna give him a Winter Soldier sol- shoulder. Oh my gosh! I don't know. Seriously, like. This is not yeah. like this is not like Darth Maul who got cut in half, and they need to give him a new you know new legs. This is I, I got know. shot in the shoulder. People uh-huh. survive that and keep their shoulder and arm 
all yeah. the time, even in real uh-huh. life. Not you, just you, in a galaxy just, far, far away. You just, in real you know, life, you took you took you took a blast to the shoulder. You'll be fine. Put your put clean it up. Put your arm in a sling, and you'll be fine. But no, you need you need the bath. You need the bath because we have to have this scene where somebody is threatening your life to set up for whatever this is going to turn into. I yeah. I no. So, anyways, I'm done talking about this television show. Um, I'm actually thankful that this is the last time. We're I'm so about it. happy that we don't have to ever. Well, we 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 will when they do a, a second season of this. I'm sure, and then they're going to do it. I just don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm not excited for it at all. I don't care. I don't that think it's they going will. The, the, the fans will are not it. happy with this, and Trust I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna go off and do a, another season of this. They I think set up gonna... for a second season. They have somebody they d- threatening the marshal's life, and Boba Fett said, "This isn't for us," and it leaves you with that mystery of what he's going to do next. So yes, they they are pl- they are definitely going. To do another season of this. Listen, where, I'm not saying that they're not going to show up somewhere else, but I don't think they're going to do another season because they saw how bad it was when the only time people actually the ratings went up in the show was when the Mandalorian showed back they up will again. Do it. I don't know. They will do it. But anyways, so like I said, I'm I'm done talking about this show. Um, we have <laughs> we have Obi Wan to look forward to, and so, I'm. More excited about that than I have been for anything Star Wars in a very long time because, and I'm just jumping right into it. We're we're going into two television shows that are coming out that are Star Wars related that are during the height of the Empire. I can't wait for this. There's no way that they can mess this up as bad as they messed up Boba Fett. There's there's absolutely no way. And if they do, if they do, if 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 anything in Obi Wan is off. It'll be just, you might as well just hang up everything Star Wars. So I'm very happy for what's going to be coming forward. I'm I'm excited. I am excited. Despite this horrid season of television that we just all w- witnessed, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. And I'm going to leave it at that. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So, so here's what our plan is, just so people are, are in the know of what's going on. So now that we've finished up with the book of Boba Fett, finally... Um, we are going to be turning our focus back over to, um, Cobra Kai. So we'll be doing the second season of Cobra Kai. Just Chuck and I are doing that. Um, and then after that, we'll be switching our focus over to Moon Knight, which is the new MCU, um, series that'll be coming out. Yeah. So, um, I don't really know where that's going. It's about a character with DID who has some, one of his personalities has powers. Apparently that's about as far as I, I know. Um, we have a few other things that are coming up. Chuck and Chuck, you and I will talk about this, but I have a feeling, and I almost want to tell you to not watch it. Do not watch the trailer for the new Jurassic World movie. There's a new Jurassic World movie? Where have you been? They've been talking about Dominion for years. Anyway, right, yes, right. there's a new Jurassic World movie. Do not watch the trailer. I just say you and I just plan to go see it, and then we can discuss. Um, but yes, there's a new Jurassic World movie that's coming out in June, well, I believe. So... Hopefully it's um, better than the last two. Let's it's um it's got quite the cast, I'll say that. So <laughs> that's all I will say. Um anyway, that's about all I've got for today. Um I have to get into another meeting. Um so yeah, just keep your eyes peeled for some new stuff that we have coming out. And um yeah, we will uh catch you guys later. Bye guys. Have a good one, everybody.